It's time for another episode of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. I am not going to introduce myself because I'm, I'm still doing the funny thing where I say Mason's name. Mason uh, is the one brother of the host of the show. His nickname will be Too Many Fingers Williams. And that's my brother over there, Luke, 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 Luke. Nested nickname Williams, 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 Williams. Mm, I see, I see. Sort of buried it all in there. Okay. Uh, and how about those fingers? Did you do you have enough of them? Uh, well, I mean, what is too many fingers really? I mean, who's to say if ten is the right number? That's a good point. I suppose there's sort of an optimal number for what we do day to day. But then, if you threw in an extra one. What if it made you better at a thing? Yeah, uh, alternately, I would say there are some people who might say that humans in general have too many fingers. There's probably somebody out there who's like, human beings as a whole, you should all only have like two fingers per hand. That's all you really need. Anything else is just greedy. I mean, think about how many people are missing fingers. Think about how easy yeah. that is to happen. They're just, they're just all dangling about. You're bound to lose one. Or alternately, there might be somebody who's like, huh, poor people are lazy. Your fingers should be in proportion to your income. And if this is your first time listening to Hey, I've Got an Idea show, this is not a finger cast. This is an invention. Can we make it a finger cast? No, you cannot. I mean, that would help if you had a broken finger, I imagine. However, that's not what we're about. We are about inventing things as brothers. Yes, you and, and I are going to invent a thing together. To this and this week and this week it is. It's a, a fairy, fairy tale. tale. A fairy tale. Yep. Between you and I, we shall write one. Now, if I sound a little bit different, because I can't quite tell, uh, related to you know, if you listen to another episode than this one, um, I got a bit of a sore throat. I'm a little bit sick. You sound um, fine to me. But here's the thing. I'm also I've had a long day. I'm ready to hit the hit the bed. We're recording this at 11:15 p.m. A little peek behind the curtain. Um and I should really just have a neocitrin and and have some slumber so I can heal up. But instead, you know what I'm doing for you, dear listeners, because I care about the quality of your content. Listen to this. I am cracking an energy drink right now. An energy drink. You know caffeine stays in your body like six hours? Woo! Like, you drink that, you're going to have trouble sleeping from now until, like, 5 a.m. Ah. But will the podcast episode turn out all right? Here's here's hoping. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. It's going to get kind of silly in here. I was going to say, like, because you need to get to bed, maybe we could just... Make this an abbreviated one. I'm sure we could bang out a fairy tale inside of 15 minutes. No, sir. Let's just do like, well, we could do abbreviated episodes, but let's do like eight of them <laughs> and make it go four hours. No? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. So uh, before we begin, I think we need to define what classifies a fairy tale from 
other kinds of stories. Uh, quick side tangent uh, for the etymology here. Fairy tales don't often involve fairies. That's, True. you know, a sometimes thing. Why did they take on that name? Is it just, you know, someone decided that fairies were popular enough that most of them were about fairies? So, oh, that's just a fairy tale, even if it's about who knows what? Well, I mean, perhaps the uh, the stories are called something else in another language. That's just our English word for it. Maybe the same term in, I don't know, Romanian is like pig story because most fairy tales have because pigs pigs. aren't real well i mean in in romania they don't know any better they don't have pigs in romania ah fun fact you learned it here yep tell that to your romanian friends yeah i'd be like hey pigs you know that you know that thing i was eating earlier bacon that came from a pig and be like what like those pig stories that's funny but that's clearly a pigtail wait but a pigtail is just that curly thing can you eat that? I believe you can, actually. I, can I know you just you get can... a little one little curly piece of bacon. I know that uh, people eat like coxcombs, like the 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 uh, rooster head thing. And, yeah, yeah. And the snood, people eat snoods. So I, I imagine, snood. and and like oxtail is obviously a thing. So I'm, you know, I imagine there's nearly no meat on a pig's tail, but hey, you know, no snout to tail. Any thing. any any port in a storm, if you're desperate, you'll chew any part of a pig. Mm-hmm. Especially if that gives you something to chew on for a while, if you need like to work out your teeth or something. Hey, let's do a fairy tale. How about that? Yeah, let's. Okay, so uh, to get back to the question that you so deftly avoided, what makes a fairy tale different from another story? I think that they are generally pleasant in nature, unless it is an old school fairy tale that is, you know, um, just to scare you or because it's brutal times or whatnot. But generally uh, oh, oh, speaking, Okay, okay. So, definition of a fairy tale, a story that originally is scary and then through retellings became pleasant. Uh, not retellings as much as uh, generally speaking, if you... They, they are the kind of bedtime stories that one tells a kid. Um, they might not happen before bed, but they frequently probably do, or perhaps before a nap, Okay. uh, the kind of sleep, which I will not experience for a little while. Um, and, uh, uh, that's why you would want it to be pleasant. You don't want to scare your kid and have him up all night. Okay. So definition of a fairy tale, a scary story told by Germans that is, we, we started a new thing there. That is later redone by Disney because they can do it because it's public domain Mm. and then reimagined into a live action version that is for some reason badass for adults. Ah, and that's the circle of life. Yeah, that's the circle of life right there. It goes uh, from dark to saccharine to grimdark. Hmm. And then you have, like, Jeremy Renner, who has diabetes and a crossbow. Uh, who was he in Disney? No, no, no. That, that's the, the third iteration. He was uh, Hansel. Oh, right, right. I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. For anyone who might not have been aware of that movie, uh, it was a Hansel and Gretel movie. And Hansel and Gretel grew up. And Hansel had diabetes because he ate the whole witch's house because he's a dumbass kid. 
and he had a badass crossbow and they hunt witches and it's dumb as hell and it's a bad movie oh and... my god that actually was part of it the diabetes like that's not yeah a, that's not a goof that's part of the story no no motherfucker this this is one of oh. the central anachronisms of the movie is it takes place in like medieval germany but like he for some reason has insulin that Jesus he has Christ. to like I'm pretty sure that shit hadn't been diagnosed and invented yet. Like Frederick Banting, was he not the guy that did that in yeah, like reasonably modern times? I I want to say that was closer to like 1850-1900. Yeah, no, it... you wouldn't have that shit in the Black Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so also uh... witches aren't real. So, well, I mean, pe- people who practice witchcraft and Wicca are real. Uh, like the the witches, the kids aren't real well no i i guess i guess i should clarify uh someone who does practice witchcraft and wicca it is conceivable that they could eat a child but not the type of monster <laughs> who eats a child in the fairy tale that's a different creature altogether those right. aren't real the looney yeah. tunes witch with the with the green skin and the cackle wicked witch of the west and wicked whatnot witch of the west. yeah yeah that, that's um, not really a thing yeah uh, we, we want to draw a firm dividing line though between that fantastical creature and a person who just happens to practice wicca and who may or may not eat you know human flesh for unrelated reasons just because they're a pervert cannibal and Mm. really presumably has nothing to do with their religion which uh, to my understanding doesn't really promote uh child cannibalism Mm -hmm. uh but like i mean no more so than any other religion uh um Mm -hmm. i mean buddhists so uh uh, episcopalians the um, uh the green skin Yes, and green skin. The, and the child eating, or the flesh eating, rather, um, mm. you know, are witches zombies? Uh, they could be liches. Mm. You could be a witch lich. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it rhymes. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another question about uh, the witches. The, the, mm-hmm. we, did we get on that monster character of a witch? Did we get there from... Uh, like Macbeth originally, or not Macbeth? Yeah, I think it was Macbeth, right? No, no, I'm thinking of uh, Oedipus? No, the, the, the idea of the witch predates Shakespeare. Like, as long as people have been ostracized for being practitioners of a different religion or for being female or just for being weird or whatever, there has always been an outcast that has been made to be monstrous. Sorry, and I mean, true, yeah. Such figures do also exist in our modern age. And one could make the argument that uh, the serial killer who has some, you know, real world psychological problem in a, uh, you know, a movie. And it's like, oh, this person has multiple personality disorder. That means he's a crazy killer. Like that's the equivalent of a green skinned, hook nosed witch character uh, because like that's the same sort of monsterification of a mm. real person who in the real world probably doesn't eat babies. Deep cut on split there. Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm referring to like a wide variety of movies that stigmatize mental illness. That's true. That it's not just unique to Split. Uh, that was just the most recently. We're referring to all sorts COVID. of obscure, terrible movies on this uh, this episode of this podcast. Mm. Okay, so, um, here's a quick thing. Uh, I know that we want to uh, generally be very progressive. Uh, We tend to put our progressive spin on a lot of what we do. That is clearly what I've been doing this whole episode, yes. Um, But, 
But I want to kind of mix it up at least a little bit here. Um, okay, okay. I know that we also try to do like the best fairy tale, you know, or the best whatever it is. I know that that's sort of also our MO. I would be interested in doing something that's not necessarily the best, just a really good one. Like, can we? Do you think we're capable of doing a creative writing? Okay, okay. So ha- hang on, shit? hang on, hang on. Are you claiming that the best fairy tale is necessarily not progressive? That the best fairy tale will always include some kind of xenophobia? Um, I mean, do we have to other some other group? No, like, we don't need to other a group, and it's gonna be tricky because i can't think of a fairy tale without at least a somewhat supernatural monster element to it except maybe like wasn't there like a dog that barks at the bone in the water the mouth uh he's a jealous i, I think that might a be a fable though like okay, where's so, the dividing okay, yeah, line between a fable and a, and I, a fairy I, tale i have no sweet clue do you have some insight there uh i think i might okay uh, I'm going to go with a fable is generally shorter and it's straightforward and it has a clear cut moral message. Uh, it might include talking animals, but generally pretty short on plot. It'll be like story beat, story beat done. Whereas a fairy tale will have more of an A than B than C than D kind of structure. Okay. And the message of this fairy tale will not be quite so clear-cut. Like, I defy you to tell me the moral of the story of Cinderella. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's not really there, is it? Yeah, um, fables are more instructive. Fable is like, okay, once upon a time there was a rat, and the rat was selfish, and a bad thing happened. Moral of the story is don't be selfish. Whereas right. a fairy tale is more like, there was a rat, and he went on a journey and became a prince, but then he met a beautiful lady rat and forsook being a prince to become a rat again and lived happily ever after. Like, that's more of the structure. And, like, the moral isn't, you know, be happy being a rat. The There is no moral. It's okay. just, like, things happened in a sequence. Okay, so for our writing structure of what we're coming up with here, mm-hmm. um, I would also say that good fairy tales, or at least historically, as with jokes... Mm-hmm. Um, tend to happen in the threes, right? That um, the big wolf and the three little pigs, you yeah. know, that, that there's the three houses that he tries to uh, deal with. Um, and there's uh, Goldilocks and the three bears. Right? Well, it's three because one is an isolated incident, two sets up a sequence and an expectation, and then three subverts the expectation. Right, which I'm okay with. I think that that exists for a reason. Mm-hmm. And but but like, um, remind me how Goldilocks and the Three Bears goes. It's like okay, sh- Goldilocks goes into the house, into the house, uh, and then there's the, like, was it the there's porridge three first? bowls of porridge that evidently have been cooling at different rates, uh, and then there's three chairs, and then three beds. Mama and Papa are sleeping in different beds. I don't know what the story is there, mm-hmm. and uh, well, I guess they need different you know back support. So I mean that makes sense. Uh, and then the bears come home and they're like, uh, some, someone's been eating our porridge. Someone's been sitting in our chairs. How they could tell someone was sitting in the chair. I don't know. Oh, someone's in my bed. Let's fuck her up. And then she wakes up and sprints out of there. And again, no moral. Like you expect the moral to be like, don't break and enter, but no. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's exactly right. There's no moral going on there at all. Um, it's basically like Goldilocks is a shit. 
Yep. And these, this is just a B and E story. Yep. And these poor bears. Um, and like it was just the kid that suffered, right? Because well, it was I mean, like... to be fair, the only thing that really you know hurt them at all is they're out a couple of spoonfuls of porridge and you know momentary trauma of seeing a little girl where she shouldn't be. Like they didn't. Like I don't think Goldilocks broke a window to get in or anything. She didn't make off with the flat screen. Like mm. this is just a case of her wandering in where she wasn't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then bears have we... houses. Are we? Yes. Of course. Bears eat porridge. Of course. Is this? This is clear. This is obvious. Um, and bears, you know, shit in the woods and then use toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, and then gradually over time, uh, become blue and yeah. CGI, and like they were in the woods, and now they're in the laundry room, and they had a whole family unit going on. I think I, I'm. I lost where you're going with that. Uh, Charmin bears. Char- why the laundry room? Well, they had a at least one where they were in the laundry room, and like the mama bear was checking the underwear for skid marks. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I that's swear right. to God that was one oh, of those yeah. commercials. Charmin, what the fuck? Actually, though. Also, Charmin had like a thing where it's like, oh, I gotta check you, you inspect to make sure there's no pieces left behind. It's like, I'm sorry, what child? That's like, like the bear is clearly the equivalent of like a 10 year old child. If you trust your child to go to the bathroom on their own and wipe their ass on their own, like they've passed that test. I don't think you need to check their asshole afterwards. Like generally at that point, you're good. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, you're, you're doing that thing where we are, are, are not parents Giving parenting advice. Granted, granted, I, I I am not a parent. I have not had cause to check a 10-year-old's anus for leftover little rolly pill bugs I, of to- toilet paper and be like, oh, Charmin didn't leave any behind. This is good. I'll buy the Charmin again. But, like, I'm reasonably certain that that's not... Like, I, I, I have fairly clear memories of being that age, and I don't think mom and dad ever checked my butthole after I finished wiping. I think that's, I mean, okay, maybe, but like... Maybe I repressed it? I don't know. Look, this is not where we need to be right now. Yeah, no, let's let's get out of butt town. Um, yeah, let's get out of okay. that bathroom with that child. That is absolutely the worst place we can be. <laughs> Do we want to Wherever have... you, Whatever you're saying, no. The answer is no. Talking animals. Do we want to have oh, a talking okay. animal? Pick okay, yes, a, that we want. a species. That we want, yes. Um... Huh. Uh, well, I want a monkey, obviously. Okay, we got a, a monkey. I'm a monkey. Talking fan. monkey. Oh, I'm liking this fairy tale already. My man, he loves monkeys. I do. I like them a little bit more than I should. I also like things that just, like, mammals that have hands. Like so, raccoons. Like, like, raccoons are pretty good, too, because it's like a little, little trash panda cat uh, uh, dog thing. But uh-huh. then also, it'll just kind of grab your shit and, and, and go somewhere with it. Okay, can yeah. we do, like, a raccoon and a monkey? We could do a raccoon and a monkey. Okay, so raccoon and a monkey, they're buds. They're teamed up. They're going to do a thing together. Are they going to, like, do a B&E? Or, like, what are Wait, they up yes, to? yes, yes. Okay, so, perhaps this is, like, they want some food. They want to steal some food and enjoy the spoils of food but to, to go to a b and b they're gonna do a b and e at a b and b they could 
that could be the perfect place get to get themselves that. some uh, some bacon some uh, some english muffins let's not think too hard about bacon in a world with talking animals and uh they're just gonna bust in they're gonna make out like bandits they're good well here's where i'm going with this okay maybe this is sort of a tale of uh one man's trash is another man's treasure where the uh-huh. raccoon strategy is there's plenty of leftover food here that got, it's just a little bit spoiled or it doesn't look too glamorous, but in the garbage, it's totally free. Yeah, but I'm going to wash that off. That's how I operate. I take the trash, wash it off. It's still good. Yeah, but the monkey looks through the window, sees that like, oh, that fruit bowl is looking pretty good. I know it's in the middle of the of the living room. Yeah, no, the monkey's halfway to human, so he thinks he's people. Like, the raccoon's got no pretensions. Raccoon's like, I'm an animal, I'm in the trash, that's good enough for me. But the monkey's like, fuck that, I'm practically a human anyway, I'm gonna get in there and get some food like a human would. Check this out. And then he proceeds to try and break in. Mm -hmm. So, does he break in, and if so, how? Well, I'm thinking, like, his folly is that there's, like, uh, an alarm system or something, and it wakes up the people at the BNB. Okay, so we could we could do some layers here, right? Because All right. we got two characters, uh, and it would be cool if there was like three different trials, and it's the same like the same foolhardy monkey uh, three times in a row. Okay, so again, plan. we got to set up the thing where it's like one is an isolated incident. Two is a pattern, and then three subverts your expectation. So they got one, and then two, and then three fucks it up, and then end of story, no moral. Yeah, the, I mean, it would be cool if the moral was pretty obviously like, like oh, don't fucking break and enter. Yeah, no, eat garbage. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, if you're gonna eat garbage, be sure you wash it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, okay, so that's pretty good. Um, good moral. Good moral. I I would like an, an idea around this that like if it was like don't uh wake up these humans because they're nice humans and he doesn't want to wake them up but then yeah. his he's foolhardy and wakes them up uh, okay so he's 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 getting in and it's it's like late at night and he's like okay the breakfast is all laid out for the morning like they just have to like cut and squeeze the oranges but you know I'm going to make off with a whole orange that's fine for me I just got to break in there be nice and quiet and the raccoon's out back. He's like, motherfucker, don't you do it. Don't you do it. Mm-hmm. I got some perfectly good orange right over here. I mean, it's a little squeezed, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Okay, so there's one motivation is like the food, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do, do, are, are raccoons and uh, monkeys motivated by much else? I mean, they want to bang. Raccoons and monkeys? Like, together? No. Like, raccoons want to bang raccoons, and monkeys want to bang monkeys. Well, I so. mean, this is a world in which these are sentient beings that can talk with each other. There's nothing saying they can't have a little interspecies throwdown. Like, I mean... I mean, it's our. I know it's our fairy tale, mm-hmm. but let's not go in that direction just yet. I'm might, fine with might... them being like a husband and wife team, and like, the husband is the monkey, and he's impetuous, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna get in there, gonna get that for you, baby. You're gonna love it. You No more trash for my woman. You, you're gonna enjoy this. And the whole way along, she's like... Harold, please. The garbage is fine. This is fine. I'll wash it. It's it's gonna be okay. It's perfectly good. It's perfectly good, Harold. Yes. It's got a little bacon grease on it, but that never killed anybody. Come on, Harold. The pig. Except the pig. Universe. (laughs) Fuck. That's like a colleague or something. 
Okay, so other than the fact that these animals are speaking, you know, presumably English and are sapient, uh, do we want to have a supernatural element? Like, I'm assuming the talking animal thing is not supernatural. Are we going to have fairies or ogres or a curse or something? Is um, there magic? There, I think there's room for that. Let's not go, let's not go there just yet either. Right. Um, right. I have another element to this that I'm thinking of. Which mm -hmm. is that another? Is this another like t second thing of the three? Mm -hmm. Is another motivation to sleep, where the raccoon might want to just be like, oh, you know, we can still just go under the porch, or we can still just go in in this tree, uh, in, in the hole in the tree. Um, but the monkey's like, but that bed looks pretty comfy though. Yeah, this and is a bed and breakfast. I want breakfast. I want bed. And he, if he doesn't trip the alarm, he might just be like, well, I'm already in here. I might as well. Yeah. This looks comfy. And then it's a, the same sort of resolution as the Goldilocks thing where it's like they just find him in the morning. Okay, so like they bust in, they have a little oatmeal, they have a little sit down, maybe watch some Mori, and then they tuck in. And then the humans come back. Raccoon's already gone. Raccoon's like, I know a bad situation when I smell it. I'm out of here. But they catch the monkey and they're like... Oh, fuck, there's a monkey in my bed. What the fuck? And then monkey has to beat feet or else they're going to like catch him in a big net and send him to the zoo. Or maybe they do catch him in a big net and send him to the zoo. And then the raccoon's got to launch like a heist to break him out. Because like raccoon didn't agree with the monkey's M.O., but doesn't want to see him in the slammer. Mm -hmm. Did you say beat feet? Uh, Beat little hand feet. Yeah. Right. Clapping. Because that's like, the thing he can do. No, like like run away. Is what I meant by that. Like, strike one's feet. Against a floor so as to locomote, yes. To make, to make like, a drum kind of sound? Drumming? Uh, to, to make, like, a tree and leave. Ah, okay, there's a vegetable. To well, make, like, beat. a bug spray fetishist and beat. fuck off. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. I like that. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, I, I've All been right. waiting for an opportunity to use that. This was when, when uh, you know, expanding on beat feet was the prime time. Yeah, no, that was clearly the best usage for it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, what could be the third thing? Okay. Uh, third thing. Uh, this should want... probably come first, right? Food, sleep, drugs. <laughs> oh fuck you got me with that one okay okay food sleep fancy clothes oh no that's really good <laughs> that's real good yeah okay. because again this monkey he like thinks you know what i'm practically human i'm gonna do like the man do i'm gonna get in there i'm gonna have myself quiche fucking lorraine i'm gonna dress up I'm going to, like, be suave and debonair, and I'm going to, like, do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight, and then I'm going to sleep on a four-poster goddamn bed. I deserve it. I work hard. That's a hard-working monkey. Hard-working monkey. Needs Putting in hours. Right. So, yeah. um, I'm thinking that, like, the raccoon is thinking, like, ah, uh, I know that it's, like, getting cool in the, in the autumn, and it's going to be... It's going to be winter soon, but um, 
you know, why don't you just eat a little more and then hibernate? It's fine. Yeah, just like chow down on something with a lot of calories and grow some fur. Get your fur all nice and bushy. Uh, or maybe like uh, we could do like the Japanese monkeys do, just hang out in one of those natural hot springs. Yeah. Huh? Hot yeah. spring? That's and something the... humans do. And the monkey's like, it's just a hole in the ground with some hot water in it. No. Yeah. I'm going to get Mon- in a jacuzzi. That's my hot spring. Monkey I'm a man, man. This is this monkey is uh, sort of like uh, data in his plight. He just wants to be more human, wants to understand on their level. And to be fair, uh, I think he was a little bit closer from the get go that he has like you know emotions and yeah yeah yeah. No, uh, I mean arguably monkey closer to human than data. I mean arguably not because it was just you know a robot that wants to be human as portrayed by Brett Spiner, a human. <laughs> well, I mean, we can't prove that. That's true. There's no evidence. It's possible that Brett Spiner has been an android this whole time in elaborate, slowly aging makeup. Yes. <sighs> okay. So, what do we got so far? Okay. We got a monkey. We got a raccoon. We got a bed and breakfast. We got a and e Wait. We got... Uh, monkey. Monkey's name is Harold. Monkey's name is Harold. Okay. I, I like that. Okay, so Raccoon, what's her name? Uh, Beatrice, maybe? No, that's a cow. Um, Clarice? Lady. That's a dog. <laughs> um, Clarice? No, that's... That's, Aunt, that's the... T- Tiffany Lynn. The Hannibal one. Wow. That's strangely specific. Um, Tiffany... No, maybe... Sasha? Like, Sasha seems good. Sasha, Sasha the raccoon. Sasha, Sasha and Harold. There's the tale of Sasha and Harold. Sasha and Harold. Sasha's a raccoon. Harold's a monkey. Mm. And like, are they in a romantic relationship, or are they just like happen to be opposite gendered good friends? Um. Do we want to throw in the romance angle? Because that alters this dynamic. I kind of like the idea that they're best buds and they don't even need to be oppositely gendered. Yeah, yeah. male and but, female mammals can be friends. But, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, we already went with the names of Sasha and Harold, so we kind of already gendered them. Well, I mean, also, Sasha might traditionally be a female name, but it could be a man named Sasha or a female monkey named Harold. True. Um, let's just make it, it female, male, Sasha and Harold. And, uh, okay, so B&B, oh. that they want to, they don't necessarily want to be an E at right from the top. Right. They want to Like, they want to get in needs. legit. Like, Harold is thinking, you know what, I'm going to stay at this B&B like a human does. I just need some green paper. And he's like, no, Harold, you need special green paper. You can't just... Like, find yeah. any green paper. He's like, no, you can't no, no. just take this from a craft store and it's, like, green construction paper. Like, It's a rectangle and everything. Look, I drew, like, a little face on it. They love this shit. Perfect. Perfect. They, they're really into it. This is a really big one. They yeah, they're really good. Like Are you kidding me? This has got to be worth, like, ten. They try to fill their pockets, like, <laughs> all the time with this green shit. This, this one can fill their pocket if they fold it up nice. Yeah, yeah. No, tr- trust me. We are going to be on Easy Street, babe. Look, I just crumpled it up. It fills the whole pocket right there. Boom. <laughs> That's actually really great. I love that concept. <laughs> okay. okay. 
So do they actually go to the uh, the proprietor of the B and B and try and give them the uh, the fake money or? I feel like there could be like a day and a night to this story, and you start in the day. Okay. But the uh, raccoon's not really out in the day that much, so that's not really there. Well, thing. again, uh, that's the thing: is one of them's diurnal, the other's nocturnal, right? So they're going to be active at different times. So this is perfect. This is okay. You got. You got uh, Harold scoping out the place in the afternoon, and he's seeing what's going on. And Sash is taking a little nap, and he was like, don't worry, I'm going to find this place for us, you're going to love it. Sun sets, he goes to to make sure that uh, she's up, we gotta gotta hit up this B&B for all of our needs, and then that explains why he's the first one to conk out. As soon as he's done scavenging and oh, after he's no, 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 here's, here's the beautiful thing. Here's the beautiful thing. Okay. He goes up to the B and B and he's fully intending to give them his green paper and try and get a legit room for the night. Right. But yeah. he can't like get their attention. Maybe the proprietors aren't there that evening and he's like trying to knock and trying to give them the money and they aren't accepting it. And so he just figures, you know what? I know they'll be good with this. I'm just going to get on in, does his monkey thing, scoops on up to a second story window. They don't ever lock the second story window. He gets in really easily and he figures, okay, here's the payment. He leaves his green paper like under a vase or something. And he's like, cool, now we've got the room for the night. It's legit. And he opens the door from the inside and he's like, okay, I'm going to go get Sashi. Goes get Sashi, brings her in. She's like, you're sure this is okay? He's like, yeah, no, I paid. We're good. Aha. Sneaky. Sneaky, but, like, from an honest place. Like, he honestly, legit thinks, yeah, this is going to be fine. I left the money. They're going to love this. I couldn't find anybody to accept my money. How is that my fault? You know, it's not my fault that they're not here. Yeah. Yeah. So that explains his motivation. Mm -hmm. Um, Is she just sort of getting convinced along the way? She's, like, nervous about this? You know what? You know what? Uh, so far, this is a little too close to uh, Goldilocks, right? Because, I mean, Goldilocks, she was straight up doing a B&E. Harold, he's, you know, a little more honest intentioned, if a little bit, you know, jumping to the wrong conclusions vis-a-vis social interaction. But other than that, this is still basically Goldilocks. So I want to have a different ending. They don't just run away. So uh, Harold is the one who got them into this mess, and Sasha somehow gets them out. What does Sasha do to save the day? Uh, get them out. I mean, she could maybe cause a distraction. Yeah. Um, Because Harold was asleep, and she was the one who was up. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be the thing, because raccoons don't really do much except try and run out of your vision. Like, get away. That's what their thing is when they're spotted. But, you know, Sasha, she, for all his faults, she does like Harold. She enjoys working with him. And she doesn't want to see him get caught and sent to the slammer. So she is going to fight that instinct and do something to save him. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, it can, she can cause distraction, but it is fighting that instinct to to run in there, run a, like run a lap around and, and squeal, wake that monkey up, and then bolt. Hmm. Like, it's downright just, heroic. Yeah, that's actually, this is, I'm feeling pretty bad for Sasha right now. Yeah, no, Sasha kind of gets the short end of the stick. Okay, so uh, Harold gets him in the shit, Sasha gets him out of the shit, then in the end he makes it up to her somehow. 
Uh, and, but not even necessarily, because this could just be a story of... No, man, that'd be the moral right there. We can't do that. Okay, yeah. No, you're right. We can't have that. We can't this have that. Just don't be a fucking herald. <laughs> but also, don't look too deep into it, because this is just a story about loss. And, yeah. This is it. just a story about two mixed-up mammals with hands uh, who, uh, like, they like each other and they get into mischief. If we went in a especially tragic angle, like, they both get caught or killed or whatever, and it's like Sasha just, like, sacrifice herself for nothing. But we don't need to go there. Or, the, like, they, they both get caught and, like, killed and stuffed. And then oh, they're, God! They're, like, next to each other on some shelf. No! And... That's, like, in that's the, the bad ending. No, 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 because the great thing is, is they get them set up as, like, taxidermy thing at the uh, the bed and breakfast, right, as a thing. But then, you know, during the night, their ghosts, they get to haunt the place. And they get to, you know, eat all the food or at least pick it up and put it in their mouth and it falls right back down on the plate. But they got to experience that going in the mouth. They enjoyed it. They get to jump on all the furniture. They get to wear the, uh, the clothes. They get to haunt the place. Um. Too morbid? I, well, it's more the fact that it's like that's like a whole other story on tacked onto this story. Yeah, it does kind of turn into a poltergeist story, and then they get exercised. And... That's sort of like in the third act. Surprise! There's a fourth act. Yeah, uh, no, that's too far. That's too far. Which You're is right. You're which right. is you know I can think of many a movie that has done that, but you know no. Let's um, dial it back. Let's dial it back. We won't have them yeah. die and be ghosts. Yeah. So let's. Uh, oh let's my god! Them. Now I'm imagining like. Every movie in which a character has ever died, if there's like a fourth act where they come back as ghosts, like fucking Die Hard, Hans Gruber falls down to his death, and then like uh, trampoline. <laughs> no, no, he he comes back as a ghost. Like you think the movie's over, and it's like, oh, John McClane, you saved the day, and like Reginald Vell Johnson learned to get over his fear of shooting a kid, and he shot a kid. So yay for him. Uh, and you know, it's it's great that we saved Nakatomi Plaza, and the camera is pulling away, and you think it's done, but then no, fucking ghost of Alan Rickman shows up and continues fucking shit up, and like Bruce Willis has to go exorcist on his ass. And the movie is like three hours long. Uh, isn't it more appropriate to have some sort of sixth sense tie in here? But anyway. Yeah, yeah, that works. Um, so. Okay. Oh my god, think, John McClane was dead the whole time. Uh, yeah. Big spoilers. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking that um, maybe they both get out, but the monkey has like a scar or something yeah to show for it because i feel like it doesn't even have to be bad hmm. just something the monkey's got to pay for it somehow and I, and i can't think of a way that's particularly bad other than like like what's an accident that could happen that could compromise him but just on like a a, a superficial. Level. Well, no, 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 no. Here's the like, thing. I'm not talking about like taking an eye. I'm talking like, oh, it's shaved his head. No, 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 no. They uh, like they they go to catch him, and he has to make an escape, and he runs out of there, and he's like, ah, oh, you know, worst service ever, and then he leaves a bad review on Yelp. <laughs> I gave them yes. ten monies that I made myself. I spent hours making that money. And they treated me like a common pest. 
the that nerve. Is, that is especially poetic. One that star. That not only did he not learn anything, uh, but <laughs> he just he continues the delusion. I put my blood, sweat, and tears into that money. And to be fair, the value of, of currency might actually be more if we had to make it all ourselves, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I legit, if you had a monkey who attempted to make a dollar bill and it came out looking like a rough facsimile of a dollar bill, like... That's already I pretty would, impressive. I would, I would buy that. Like, if you put that on eBay and you were like, this is legit, a monkey tried to make money. And I would be like... I'm like a framed copy of that. Absolutely. It's like when elephants try to paint. It's awesome. That's like our monkey money. Monkey money. Shit, we already invented currency. Let's get yeah. off that. Yeah, no, we can't do that again. Okay. So I'm liking the sounds of this. I still feel like he's got to pay for it somehow. Well, no, no, like you said, the Yelp Yelp review. I guess that's good. But, the, but, that but it's doesn't... got like a little tag at the end of the story is the thing. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's more like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Just, even if it was just, like, he fell down and scraped his knee or something. Or maybe, like, he had something with him that he lost on his way out. Like, uh, he had a hat. He had a human hat that he took great pride in. And when he was wearing the hat, he thought he could act like a human. And that's that's the the one. how this whole thing started in the first place. Like, he got the hat and he figures, okay, I've got this cool hat. Therefore, I'm a human. So, therefore, I'm going to make this money. Therefore, I'm not sleeping in the trees tonight. I'm going to this bed and breakfast. And then, like, at the end, when he's getting chased out, he loses the hat. And he's like, oh, I guess I can't act like a human anymore. Back to, you know, trees and bananas for me. It's it's even better than that because he could be sad about it at first like oh no i forgot the hat and he's actually kind of bummed out but then sasha's like hey you had a pretty rough time in there and he's like you know what yeah i'm gonna leave a bad yelp review and you know what forget being a human in that human world anyway i'm gonna go back to my roots and be a monkey yeah and then he just chills out being a monkey and he appreciates what he has now and kind of unlike some of the more old school fairy tales, a kind of legit happy ending. I'm kind of okay with that. I'm I'm fine with this story. Yeah, because I like these characters, so I don't want to fuck them up. I just want to, you know, yeah, just have it be a. Th- I don't know. Are we? Is this too, like, safe? Well, I mean, okay, we 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 know the uh, the life cycle of the fairy tale. So we've got the story in the middle that's the Disney version. So we got to have the older version that's the German one where they die and then we've got to have the newer oh, one where it's like live action and they have like fantasy diabetes for some reason. What well we pretty much already did the old school German one. They just get uh stuffed at the end. We could possibly skip the uh uh the haunting yeah we'll skip Uh, the poltergeist thing just they get stuffed at the end and then for eternity they live in this bed and breakfast as statues next to each other and then the disney version is the one where he gets the hat at the beginning he loses it at the end and he decides i'm better off being a monkey and then the live action version you got jeremy renner who thinks he's a people but he's not i I think that the gritty reboot the monkey looks more like Planet of the Apes monkey. There we go. Yeah, get Andy Circus up in the mix, and uh, and the raccoon is is Sasha is more of a like, uh, d- maybe doesn't even talk. No, 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 no. We get we get uh, we need to have someone voice act in mocap for the uh, for the raccoon. Uh, let's see, uh, Quavenjane Wallace. 
was was who? Sorry, Quavengine. Is that uh, Gazunte? Uh, no, that's uh, that's, that's some little girl. I I okay. just I don't know what she's been in. I just I remember once that someone was like, "Hey, the name really isn't that hard," and so I was like, "Yeah, Quavengine. I can say Quavengine." And then I never bothered to store in my memory what that name attaches to. So all I know is that there is an actress with the name Quavengine Wallace, and like I don't know what she's been in. I can't picture her in my head. It's just this article was like, hey, you know how to spell her name. And uh, yeah, I I know how to spell her name. I can do that. And then I don't. And then like I never bothered allocating additional information in my head. So I know that that's an actress. Um, I mean, I would think that you would do a casting decision based on, you know, their body of work. Nope. But uh, you're more oh, okay, of a okay, funny okay. name Bo- kind of guy. Body of work, body of work. Pick for me a mainstream Hollywood actress whose body of work makes you think they are most likely to authentically portray a raccoon. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Ina. Cooper is... Bradley Cooperina. A... Okay, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Okay, no, 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 no. Here's the question. Who is the female Bradley Cooper? Uh, Ashley Cooper. <laughs> I, okay, no, hang on, hang on. I think I can do this. Female Bradley Cooper. Uh, maybe, like, Amy Poehler? Okay. I'll go with Amy Poehler. They, they, they uh, were a couple in uh, Wet Hot American Summer. An yeah. on and off couple. Okay. Okay. But in any case, uh, do we need to like fully do the gritty reboot right now? Because I mean, I, I think I think in casting is enough. Like I think we're good knowing that the gritty reboot live action CGI can exist. But much like that Jeremy Renner diabetes movie, no one is going to actually see it. So that's that's the life cycle is there's the German version that depresses everyone and only a handful of people know because you got to look it up in a book. There's the Disney version that everyone knows and that's the version that everyone's familiar with. And so when you say, hey, draw Harold and Sasha, 99.9% of people are going to draw the Disney version, even though right. in theory that's a public domain character. And then you've got the live action version and nobody is going to see it in theaters. Yeah, and then the the old school German version, of course they have to get killed off because you can't have the Yelp review. Yeah, no, the they don't know what Yelp German, is. Right? Yeah, so so uh, the modern version has Yelp because that's a funny little in joke, like you know, uh, yeah, any old uh, uh, CG animated movie that has you know some kind of product tie in or some cheeky pop culture thing that will become dated immediately. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the no joke gritty reboot, uh, where the Yelp review is like symbolic, sure. or something. Sure, sure. Like, the, well, I mean, in in that version, Harold gets confused about what leaving stars on Yelp is, so he like literally tries to get a star out of the sky and then falls to his death because he can't reach that high. Mm. I like the idea that the uh, the hat that this uh, monkey finds in in the garbage or or wherever he finds it um, in the Disney version 
Uh, well, in the original version, is maybe like, you know, just a, a regular old uh, top hat or something. Mm. In the Disney version, it's like still kind of a top hat, but maybe like a little bit more character to it. Like it's got a, it's a funny color or like maybe the top fell off or, or something. And, yeah. But he still is endeared by it, right? And it's very iconic that, you know, you, you put on that hat or you find that hat in the store, you know what character it is, that kind of thing. Yeah. But then the, the gritty reboot, it's just like a trilby. <laughs> yeah yeah and so he's, yeah. he's like constantly uh saying to sasha is like oh come with me milady and sasha's like why are you talking like that he's like i'm talking like a human would talk this is how humans talk and then she's like no nah, i don't i don't i don't think i want to go and he's like well, fucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> uh uh, ah, yes. misogyny is funny woo hey so uh what else do we need just kind of a title i guess okay yes we do need a title uh do we just want to call it harold and sasha or i'm i'm like 90 percent there um uh harold and the magic hat um i i, I think there's three titles okay right so old german could be the um, monkey and the raccoon go to breakfast. Yes. Uh, the, the monkey, the foolish monkey and the wise raccoon or something. Yes. Um, but they both turn into statues at the end because your your foolishness and your wisdom alike end in death. And that's the subtitle footnote that the mom is looking for so that she can knows how to properly scare her child, right? Yeah. Um, then the Disney uh, middle range version that everybody likes, we uh-huh. can call that... I like Harold and the Magic Hat. That's pretty good. Harold and the Magic um, Hat. Fuck or, yes. Or Harold and Sasha, honestly. I, f- I feel 50-50 on that. Well, Harold uh, but, and Sasha, because quite frankly, Sasha is far more of a character than the hat is. Yeah, yeah, I gotta say. Unfortunately... Harold the Magic Hat is like the bigger character takeaway here. Mm-hmm. I not only do I really like it, but also it's going to tell you that this is a kids product right away from the from True, the whereas right? Harold and Sasha just that title by itself, you that could be like a a tender like two like, people in like the December of their years reminiscing about their lives and like that, by that a could lake. be a harlequin romance romance it could novel. be a harlequin romance it could be anything whereas harold and the magic hat immediately you know okay there's going to be a magic hat this is not going to be like oscar bait hmm. um, although it the could funny be th- i would love an oscar bait version of this the funny thing about harold and the and the magic hat gritty reboot is that that's oh this is exactly how it leaves a bad taste in your mouth is that it will have the exact same title but it'll have an edgy trailer it'll be all like you know dark colors or uh, like or or, or, or maybe just call it magic hat or or possibly or just Harold H and S I kind of like Harold Harold is good Harold is good. Like a slow <laughs> Harold, the Harold and the one star Yelp review. And and like just before the title drop in the trailer, Sasha's like, Harold, no! And then <laughs> and then because the name drop happened, there's like this slow eclipse effect that slowly reveals Harold after like two 
three, four seconds. Yes, and and you've got like the soundtrack. This is bone. It'll be fine, babe. Trust me. Bone. Oh, this hat is great. Bone. I don't want to eat garbage. I'm sure this is money. I see them use it all the time. We could just hibernate. There's you don't understand. This is our ticket up. This is our ticket out of here. No one will see this. I want to clarify. Absolutely no one will see this in theaters. Yeah, like the the amount of... Uh, It'll cost deaf, millions. Yeah, the amount of tone deaf takes itself too seriously... Uh, like melodrama mm-hmm. is proportional to how few people will see it. Uh, whereas, in contrast, of course, the Disney version, people will pay an average of ten dollars a year just in merchandise and like watching it over and over again for the entirety of their lives. Like, you grew up with this version, and you love these characters. You drew fan art of them when you were six. And, Mm. like, you wore pull-ups with Harold and Sasha on them. And, Mm. like, like, this shit is omnipresent. And Harold still, like, shaked his butt for one shot. uh, Mm. And and Sasha, like, went, ugh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, you gotta have that. God damn it. I feel like we did it again. We no, absolutely we did it again. The best. And uh, you know, hate to say this one again, but uh shout out to our fan base out there. Um please, please fan art cuz I I want to see this one too. I really do. And I might try fan art myself in a little bit. And you know what folks, uh the uh, if you like the bad version of uh of this the uh the live action version that no one's gonna see and you want to force your friends to watch a bad movie like that why don't you head on over to narp.com that's k-n-a-r-p apostrophe d dot com slash h-i-g-a-i for a special offer and you can prank your friends and send a little drone to their house with a video screen on it and make them watch a terrible movie Oh, that is a good prank. Mm. And, or, sorry, a good narp. Good narp, yeah. And then a, another drone to, like, hold them down. Hold them down and pry their eyes open, Ludovico style, yeah. Oh, uh, what a good narp. Mm. Good narp. Okay. And then they get a sticky hand, so they like it. I think we've pretty much done it. Uh, this has been an invention from the Hey, I've Got an Idea show. Uh, we've got Instagram, Facebook, we're on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. and we're also actually collecting some fan art at this point. That's plural. So, yeah, hey, check that on out. Yeah. That's it in the, uh, in the Instagram, mm-hmm. um, as well as it's going to be on the site, hopefully by the time I'm saying this and it goes live. Anyway, um, so the only last piece of the puzzle is, uh, me shouting out what we're going to do next week. It is your turn. And also, oh boy. it's your chance. It's, it is my chance. It's your chance to do the Humpty Dance. The Humpty Dance, it's your chance to do the hump. Hmm. I think I I think I might know. Oh? Yeah, I think I might know. Oh, come on, Ooh, come on. Oh, it's good. Oh, yeah, I want it's it. Good. I want it. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. 
we have a strange position where we can do an episode relatively effectively mm -hmm. just by picking a topic that is somewhat specific, but not too specific. We're, like, constantly walking that line, right? Yeah, like, they, you, I, you don't want to go to, like, invent a food, but you also don't want to go to, like, invent a cheesesteak. You want to hit the middle ground of, like, invent a sandwich. I ha I'm so glad you went in that direction because you almost hit exactly the thing oh boy. I was going to say. Oh, boy. I was going to say next week we shall invent a snack. A snack? A snack. Okay, okay. A snack food. Which is exactly in that sweet spot between entirely too specific, like, you know. I like uh, it. I like jalapeno it. Cheetos and, uh, uh, and too broad of just, like, food. <laughs> yeah, no, so, snack. Snack is uh, specific, but not too specific. Good choice, brother of mine. All right, let's do it next week. A snack food. And remember, folks. As always. Thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. All right, just wanted to drop a quick promo in here for Forward. That's my new webcomic. It's available at forwardcomic.com. Updates every Monday. Uh, if you enjoyed Leftover Soup or if you enjoy what I do here or if you enjoy things in general, uh, I absolutely recommend Forward. I really do think it's very special. It's a webcomic uh, about the future. Uh, roughly about 150 years from now, what is society going to look like? What are people going to look like? Uh, it's going to explore questions of sexuality and relationships and what do you do in a world where your needs are met and you're not really required to do anything? Like, how does society evolve? Uh, I'm really excited about it. I do think you're going to enjoy it. Once again, that's forwardcomic.com. Uh, just check it out. Uh, I would appreciate it. Thank you.